0: In some of this, Michael.
1: Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No running in the hallway.
0: Your old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Welcome to the Spook House Podcast, episode 16. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And guess what, Jason? What's up? We are going to talk about Halloween motherfucking one two three four and i
1: am excited
0: halloween for the return of michael myers it has been too long michael
1: the beginning of the pink panther trilogy
0: that's right yeah because the pink panther also has
1: a return revenge
0: and And curse curse? Mm
1: -hmm. huh
0: yeah was that done on purpose
1: i think i think the first two weren't but when I, I think when Mustafa saw cars, like ah, oh, perfect, Pink Panther.
0: Oh well, they originally called Halloween Six
1: like Halloween Six Six Six. Yeah, I remember that. There's even a tra- you can even watch a trailer for it on YouTube. Yeah, that's kind of it's like ooh,
0: careful with that edge, don't cut yourself. <laughs> oh, 6, Six Six Six, that's like the devil. Oh yeah. Ooh. But today we're talking about the return of Michael Myers. Yes, one of my personal favorites in the series. How about you, Jason? Where does this fall?
1: It's up there. It's definitely up there. I mm-hmm. no, I don't remember I haven't seen some of the other ones recently. Obviously is gonna be pretty well low down low. Oh really. Obviously with the the Rob Zombie ones. i it's like I said I've only seen twenty eighteen the one time, so that uh-huh. might be better than this one in my opinion. Okay. Uh I think it's better than the second one. Better than the third one. Better than five and six. Okay, so it's up there. See, it's up there.
0: Definitely top three, you would say? Easily?
1: Probably top three, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. I'll take that Pepsi challenge. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for me as well, definitely top three. Could be my second favorite. You know, depends on when you ask me. I don't know. But anyways, we're going to get into it. But first, um, anything cool, interesting you've been up to?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't have anything interesting this week, but something interesting did happen the other oh, day. Oh, what happened? Okay, so em, uh she's working, or at work she had to do some overnights to get some stuff ready for you know, holiday season or whatever, and she came home at three o'clock in the morning. Well. Witching hour. Yes. And she woke me up, she was like, Jason, Jason, I was like, what, what? There's goats outside. Really? There's, she took a picture. Oh, there was a shit. herd of fucking goats in the complex. Just random goats? Just random. Never seen them before. Never seen them since. It's just random it? goats. Three o'clock in the morning. Is it Black Phillip and the boys? No, I got to see what <laughs> those pictures of. I don't think. There is one black goat. Oh, Wow.
0: That is definitely Black Phillip. <laughs> he's lost it, man. The it's, fame went to his head. Exactly. He got on coke. Yeah, he's, he's, a, little,
1: just... he's a little thinner than he was in the movie. So exactly. Yeah. His horns aren't quite as pronounced at all. Yeah. Yeah, it, it all went to his head. Well, do you know the story of the goats? Like, what? No. Where they came from? Not at all. Where did they go? Where did they go from Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, from the apartment complex. No, I have no clue. There's <laughs> That's fucking random. Exactly. Kinda That's why creepy. She, yeah. Three o'clock the actual witching hour not midnight like some hmm. people will tell you damn and then just goats in the, the complex did he
0: ask you if you would like a slice of butter
1: oh i didn't him was the <laughs> one who talked to him and uh, oh. she has been living pretty deliciously all right
0: <laughs> that's pretty interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of creepy it
1: yes yeah, very much so
0: i don't have a story like that i kind of wish it did <laughs> But you know what? I did score some sweet VHS tapes the other day. Oh, nice. Well, just a few. For a yeah. dollar fifty I picked up the ring, Jeepers Creepers, and Trimmers. I
1: really a... enjoy Trimmer. I watched it recently. Yeah. It's it's a really good watch. It's I really a good... like
0: Trimmers too.
1: I also want to get like uh wings, don't they have like the bugs? Mm, they kinda I don't think so. Or like not wings, the wings they kind of have like, little ones. They, they spend like
0: most of the movie on top of a roof. Yeah. But I really like that one too. I, I grew up watching that one more than the one with kevin bacon really you like so you like the sake one better in the first one um i wouldn't say that i just i'm more familiar with
1: tremors too yeah
0: okay but i'll give it a rewatch.
1: Do you remember i remember reading both of those a lot when i was a kid tremors one and two
0: yeah solid movie
1: no i don't know i don't remember tremors three much. back kevin bacon's been
0: in quite a few horror movies he has remember he has. hollow man
1: yeah yeah i do remember hollow man <laughs> oh yes i remember hollow man that was quite the movie it was in the day. stir of
0: echoes i don't think i ever saw that
1: i, I saw it. i don't remember anything about friday the 13th it. of
0: course yeah so this got me thinking so the uh the case for the ring that i picked up is in this like pretty cool like see-through cover it's pretty sweet actually and it got me thinking what was the last vhs tape made you know back in its heyday do you know that answer do know to this? The answer Damn to this. it. <laughs> You're supposed to say, no, Phil. Oh, thought, why don't I'm you sorry, tell me? I'm sorry. I didn't,
1: I didn't realize. Okay, we'll do this over here. I didn't no, realize. No, it's you fine. Had it like that. It's fine. I thought you were like saying, like out into the ether, like you didn't oh, know. No.
0: <laughs> well, it was in 2006. Okay. A History of Violence.
1: Oh, nice. I've yeah. seen the
0: movie. It's a good movie. Okay, but you already. That's the answer you knew, yeah, right? that was Okay, the answer I got I you.
1: That was the last. And now every once in a while, they might like some little boutique. VHS, like you can get Terrifier on official VHS oh, now, sure. but this far is the last, like actual yeah. like mass-produced VHS. And
0: Saul 2 was one of the last. Really? Yep. Hmm.
1: Yeah, so there you go. I did not realize that. 2006. It seems like they the VHS would have been well done by that time. Yeah, I but... thought it was going to be like 2003 or something. Yeah.
0: Nice little piece of info for you. Nice little piece of info. So Jason, have you watched anything in the past week?
1: I was very busy this week and I couldn't quite get to watching movies like I typically do. Okay. So this was kind of a light week for me. I watched, I did watch, I started Mary Queen of Scots last night, but we, me and uh, Ian both got really tired and we fell asleep on it. But other than Halloween 4, I didn't really watch much. How
0: about you? Hey man, sometimes that's how it works out.
1: It does, yeah, definitely. I I always, I always watch at least one other movie a week other than the Scout movie. Scout
0: wants to tell us what movie he watched. <laughs> Every time we start recording, he's like, oh, boy, it's frisky hour. <laughs> well, I watched the Netflix series Unbelievable.
1: Okay. Now, I, I've seen the the picture for it, but I don't know uh-huh. anything about it.
0: It's about these two detectives. One's played by Tony Collette, okay. who is always awesome. Yeah. The other lady, I forgot her name, but she does great as well, but two detectives that team up to find a serial rapist. Okay. And it's very engaging. Like, you finish the first episode and you're like, well, I'm burning through this today. It's like one of those <laughs> series, like, oh shit, I'm hooked. You got me. Yeah. But if you like a good who it, Okay. And some good acting and What's drama. was the, the whole time. She shows up in episode two. No, I was asking, was she the serial rapist? Was that? Yes. Yes, doing that's it. the yeah. twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. Great series. I highly recommend it. Get on it. Nice. Good shit.
1: Nice. I'll would, I would definitely look into that. I, I, I'm i sure it, it sounds pretty good. It's a good one. Yep. Uh, anything else did you get to? Not really, Jason. No, it sounds like you were also busy this Halloween
0: week. Halloween 4. Other than that, yeah, not a whole lot. Okay. okay. Well, let's not fuck around. Let's get to some horror news. How about gotcha. that? <laughs> I'll
1: get to some news. I'll get to some news for you, Phil. All right.
0: What do we got, Jason? What's been, what's been a happening?
1: So... The rights to Nightmare on M Street have reverted back to the West Craven Estate.
0: Yes, I read something like it takes 35 years after it's made mm-hmm. to revert back to its original owner or something yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, and he, I guess he wrote it. And so New Line still owns the distributions for the international distribution rights, but as okay. far as just for America, the West Craven Estate owns Nightmare on M Street now. So they, they own it of, again. Yes. Yes. For, for the U.S. rights. Yeah. So
0: basically this just means that we have the green light for Nightmare on Elm Street movie. There's no legality issues holding it up.
1: Right? Mm, yeah, pretty much. There won't be any sort of... No, I'm not a legalese person, obviously. Mm-hmm. But... It seems like, you know, as long as they want to pay for somebody, there's not, this is not a Friday the 13th situation where it's in litigation hell. Yeah. Which is going to hold up. Which they can't even do stuff for the video game that came out last year because of this litigation stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah, it is definitely a bummer. But that could potentially mean good news for a, a sequel, remake, reboot, whatever they want to do with it. What would you like to see done with the series at this
0: point? Could they Halloween 2018 it? I
1: think they maybe could Halloween I, 2018 it. I don't... I think kn- that's the way to go. I mean, at this point, probably. The sequels just went to... They're talk about
0: crazy land. Jesus,
1: good up until the yeah, fourth there's... one. The second one is what it has a, a following for lots mm-hmm. of reasons. You know, but the third one is great. And yeah. the fourth one is... The fourth one's fun. It's not scary, but it's fun. And the fifth one, it's like, okay, that's and then yep. new nightmare comes out and that was that was really good
0: and the remake was one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life i, I remember i was i saw the trailer oh, for it and Jesus. i was like
1: okay well jackie rohaley's actually pretty good he's been nominated for an oscar well we'll see what happens mm-hmm. and then everybody came out and saw it the week and i was like i didn't watch it in the theaters because everybody told me how absolutely horrible it was yeah, and I was like, mm, I'll wait till it comes out. I think I watched it on HBO when I was at my parents' house one night.
0: Yeah, Jackie Earl Haley didn't do a bad job. He just didn't fit the job. You know what I mean? And it
1: was weird. They kind of brought back the Be whole thing. Like, I'm sure Tom thing. Hanks
0: could do a good job. Sure. Yeah, but he's not gonna fit the bill. <laughs> yeah, no, he's no, stabbing me with that. his
1: fingers right now. But he's just so goddamn nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course you can kill me, Mister Hanks. Gosh. Oh, yeah.
0: I kind of want to see that now. So anyways, that's good news for the franchise. It could open some doors. Yeah,
1: hopefully some, some good stuff can happen. Just for that. don't make a shitty movie, please. please. See, with the remake, they, they try to want to bring back the child molester aspects back, but then they still pussed mm. out about it. I was like, you can't yeah, kind of mention that out there and just be like, meh, whatever. You got to go whole hog I don't, with that I kind don't. of thing or not
0: i think you you could just kind of skip over the aspect yeah it's not really that it's not really an integral integral part of the story you just use a a child killer is that enough that was the least of my worries with that remake i wasn't like where's the child molestation stuff huh (laughs) well no they added it in there or they didn't they (laughs) they put it back in. i don't even remember it i just
1: remember them being like okay this is just yeah i I tried to block that
0: movie out of my memory
1: (laughs) rightfully so rightfully so all right, what else, Jason? Uh, more of the big horror movie franchise news this week. Fetty Alvarez of Evil Dead remake, which I think is a really good remake. Yeah. And Same here. Don't Breathe, have you ever seen that movie? Yes. It's a pretty good movie. Pretty good. He is producing the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie.
0: Yes, and they have made a note to say he's not directing. No. Strictly producing. Yes, and which... he's...
1: And he's fine, you know, and yep. he's a Sam Raimi guy, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some maybe some Raimi input at some point. Which he's, you know, Whew. good at well, not he's not always good at producing horror movies. But Talk <laughs> about
0: a mess that series is boy.
1: I haven't the last Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie I watched was the beginning, I haven't seen any of them since because the beginning was so awful.
0: Yeah, none of them are really well, we won't get into it, they're, they're just. <laughs> Whatever. They're forgettable. Uh yeah. Again, what do you think they would do with the series
1: at this point? Well they're they're twenty eighteen? They're, they're gonna Halloween twenty eighteen, that's <laughs> what it sounds like. They're gonna disregard all of them and they're gonna be a direct not, sequel to the first one. I'm not mad at that. I I'm mean, not either, no. Uh the issue is who was the main character? Who was the actor, actress? Who Marilyn plays? Burns. Yeah, she passed away back in I think twenty fourteen. Yeah. So I don't know if they'll recast that character or they'll just mm-hmm. uh, you know, ceremoniously kind of like was well, she died at some point yeah so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that kind of thing but they're going to 2018 at Halloween 2018 it yeah hey I'll watch it I will don't fuck it up I, exactly now I'm hesitant because this franchise has been a fucking yeah can we just do part 4 next week skip over number 5 and just go like like a really bad movie to a really really bad movie in part 4 takes a chance on Massacre part 4 the next generation
0: Oh, the next generation. Okay, you yeah. threw me off there. Uh, um, yeah, boy, that one is crazy. I, yeah, that that's
1: a good one. Um, no, no I mean it's so bad it's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember you brought that VHS tape over to my house when we watched it one time. You owned it at some point. I don't know if it was on VHS or I DVD. Think I did. Yeah. We used to trade DVDs a lot back in the day.
0: Yeah, we did. You remember me reluctantly trading you some DVDs for Resurrection? And I didn't want to, but I needed to complete yeah, my collection. I, I do remember I was that. like, dude, just please take this copy of Friday 13th Part 4 <laughs> and Gremlins for this piece of shit. Just, I need to complete my collection. I, was I don't like, want to. I, but here.
1: I was really like, I I guess, but if you're going to put these, yeah, please, absolutely. I'll take <laughs> Gremlins and Part 4 all day for this I piece of I don't even trash. know if that's
0: what I traded, but, you know, you get the idea it was something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And my copy of Jason Lives, I'm pretty sure is yours. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure it really is, yeah. yeah I really you into that, that one. I think you <laughs> did. It's like
1: one of your favorite movies. I think I like gave it to you for your birthday or something like that.
0: I have, that,
1: that might be right, yeah. Or it, maybe huh. we try. I don't know, but I remember giving it to you. And I remember like a year later, I'd be like, God
0: damn it. No, I still have that on DVD, actually. <laughs> I yeah. want to
1: steal it next time I see
0: it. Do it. Well, it's in my storage <laughs> unit. So, All right, anything else, Jason? Do you
1: remember when this George A. Romero lost movie thing came out last year?
0: No, I did okay. not hear about it.
1: So, the estate of George A. Romero had someone across a movie he made in 1973. I think it was for television. Mm-hmm. It's like 63 minutes long, but it's been like in, in, on a shelf for 50 years. Hmm. And so, they had a Kickstarter to fund the restoration of this movie. And they're going to show it in Pittsburgh, because he's a Pittsburgh. That's I don't right. know exactly what they call Pittsburghites. Pittsburghians. Something like that, Something like yeah. That. And on October twelfth at Pittsburgh's Regent Square Theater, they're going to have its official. It's going to have its official premiere. Cool. The movie is about ageism and how awful it is to grow old. It's or see, th- like the allegory kind of thing. Oh, you know, like okay. not Living Dead, and they're all kind of allegories for like consumerism or racism that yeah kind of thing. yeah so this movie is about you know growing old and all the issues and all the how you can be overlooked is it a zombie like. movie no it's not a zombie movie. it's called the amusement park it's about an old guy who goes to an amusement park <laughs>
0: i'll be honest it doesn't sound that great but i'm gonna watch it
1: i mean it's okay. 1973 george A. Ramira. yeah i mean
0: this is the the good years of Romero. yeah it's in between night and dawn now, you like those movies a bit more than me.
1: I, I actually like just them. found a VHS copy of Night of the Living Dead. Oh, nice. Yeah. It looks looks pretty good on VHS. Sweet. Well, sure. Yeah, I think, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, but Dawn of the Dead, to me, is, a, is the greatest zombie movie. I mm-hmm. think it's better than Night or Day. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a classic. Or Return of the Living Dead. I
0: like the remake, too. Part three.
1: The remake's actually really good, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, the sequels to the remake are not so great. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole other. They brought Bing Rains back to be the exact same Bing Rains character who died. Fuck
0: y'all! <laughs> please, Mister Rames, we need your help. Fuck, fuck you! All right, cool.
1: So yeah, that was the the biggest the, the highlights of the notes. It'll be ashamed if it sucked. <laughs>
0: hey, It'll be. It'd it'd, yeah, everybody just gets what his if big it's like the worst movie ever made? Everybody's
1: in Pittsburgh is like. <laughs>
0: I'd be like, hey, can I get my money back, please?
1: <laughs> no, I'm sure it'll be. It'll be decent. A, I'm sure it'll be fine. All right, is that all the news? That's uh, all the highlights, all the high points that we came out this week. All right, you Jason. Know? Well, I've got a little bit of news
0: as well. Oh, do you? So, big announcement here at the Spook House. Yeah, we have an inside source for Halloween kills. That's right. One of my old friends from Greenville, Martha. She lives in Wilmington now. Mm-hmm. and she sent me a message out of the blue the other day. I was like, hey, just so you know, I live on the street that they're filming the new movie at. I'm like, what? <laughs> and she said that they knocked on her door the other day, and they were like, hey, just so you know, you're going to hear gunshots and screaming, so don't freak out. <laughs> and they were also like putting Halloween decorations in her yard. Okay. So there you go. And just the other day she sent me a video of they've built a playground. Okay. I don't know what they're doing with the playground, but there's gonna be a playground in it. Nice. Who knows what that could be for. I know there is. And she also said that they've been kind of nosing around underneath this little footbridge that leads up to the playground. Not like a bridge bridge, but just a little wooden footbridge. Yeah. She's not sure what they're doing under there, mm-hmm. but who knows? Hmm. Do you have any theories?
1: Maybe, Maybe
0: Michael runs out of the house on fire
1: and <laughs> jumps into the wall. The playground. Maybe there's like a little fountain in the playground <laughs> I mean, he just jumps yeah. into it. He belly flops in. Just, just ass first. Is it like for the next year? He's going to just hide. It's going to be like Halloween 5 scenario. He's going to hide under the bridge I for know, a year. under the it's, bridge it's for going to a year. be a fucking troll. Like, <laughs> hey, can somebody throw me a fucking sandwich? It's like, I like, who will over my troll bridge? <laughs> like He's dating. Boy, the sh-
0: from- oh, God, I sure hope not. <laughs> Danny DeVito from... Where are you going with that?
1: Danny DeVito from Solid Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we have an inside source for Halloween Kills.
1: That's Which is pretty fucking awesome. Hey, does Bloody Discussing have that? Does Dread Central? The Shudder? No, they no. don't. Does are the Spook don't? House? Does Joe Rogan have this? I don't think he does. <laughs> yeah, suck on it, Joe. <laughs> you don't know shit. Get your podcast game up. <laughs> yeah congratulations on your rob zombie interview i heard it was really good it
0: was it was very good <laughs> so there's the news i'm sure i will be updated when new new news comes in mm-hmm. so we will keep you posted all right jason well i don't know about you but i'm fucking excited are you fucking excited Just damn right i am so we get to talk about halloween 4 do you remember the first time you watched this movie
1: The first time I watched this movie, I rented it from Greenwood Video. Shout out to and rest
0: in peace. And rest in peace. (laughs) Greenwood Video. Greenwood
1: Video in Snow Hill, North Carolina, next to the food line. That's right. That's now a Chinese place. Exactly.
0: I scored some sweet movie posters from there. Back when I was a young buck,
1: that was a big popular thing because I remember like people would always have like cardboard cutouts. They would just give them away. You put your name on a list.
0: Yeah, well, like... you had to write your name on the back of the poster. Yeah, but if you checked and somebody's name was already up there, you'd be like, "Damn, it. somebody beat me to it." <laughs> exactly. I scored a sweet night of the Scarecrow poster from there.
1: Oh, we'll probably back in get in that movie. We'll get to that movie at some point. Yeah, and I remember, I remember one of my friends had the cardboard cutout from New Nightmare. Oh like Sick. the little like the cardboard stand thing they had when it came out nice yeah yeah i was like that is fucking awesome. probably worth a little bit of money these days It feels in good shape it's i'm sure it's destroyed i'm pretty sure it was destroyed. probably it's one of those things like you get bored like it's cool when you're like 12 and you turn 17 and you get like a, a bb gun you're like hey let's go shoot this thing real quick
0: yeah anyways anyways halloween 4 is definitely one of my favorites i had a sweet vhs copy back in the day
1: i think there was a time i remember you telling me that this was your absolute favorite halloween movie Really? I think like when you were you know we were like teen kids we don't know <laughs> yeah. I think I think I remember you telling me I was like dude I think I like this one better than the first one.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a hot take. Hot take hot, hot
1: take thirteen year old feel is just nothing but hot takes. Be like, dude, I'm just gonna say it As you said under beneath the shadow of your Night of the scarecrow poster. That's right.
0: <laughs> well, hey, uh, I don't think I would agree with that today. Yeah. But I've said worse things back when I was a young teenager. (laughs) Either way, it's definitely up there. So, this was directed by Dwight Little. Yes. And up until then, he had only done one movie called Bloodstone, I believe. He did do a sequel, though.
1: You know what sequel? Another sequel that he did. He did an episode of Freddy's Nightmares. An actual movie sequel? Really? Came out in the 90s. Horror movie? No. What? Free Willy Two.
0: That's right. I did see that, <laughs> huh? I have never seen that.
1: I have seen. I saw it in theaters. I remember really? like with like a whole bunch of parents and kids going out to see Free Willy Two and being super pumped about it. Mm-hmm. I think I remember being let down as like a nine year old kid. Being wow, like, that's bad. When you're yeah. Let down when you're nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing Halloween Five
0: when I was like nine, and I was like, yeah, "This is a piece of shit." <laughs> next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> cannot wait. That'll be when I have my existential crisis where I'm doing notes on Halloween 5 and I'm just like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Is this my life? Is this it? It's, taking notes on Halloween 5.
1: Taking notes on Halloween 5 so I can record it for the internet.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, wait
1: till we get to Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> have a meltdown. Trick or
0: treat, motherfucker. Save it for then. Whenever that'll be. A couple weeks. Yeah. So, this movie was written by Alan McElroy, the script was developed, and pitched, and written all within eleven days because yeah. there was a big strike going on in '88.
1: So or that, there was about to be a strike. Yeah,
0: there was about to be a strike, so Alan McElroy had to like work his ass off to get this script in in time. Yeah, and for the most part, I I think the story of this is pretty damn good.
1: You it know, could have used another. Okay, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's some things we'll get to it. But there's some things I would like. Hey, for 11 other. days. I mean, exactly for to pitch. You know, come up with a final draft in 11 days. That is fucking insane. It is. So important not to be a huge pile of trash. On yeah,
0: exactly. So this was filmed in Salt Lake City, as will four, five, and six.
1: Oh, the Thorn, the Thorn trilogy. Yep, the all... Thorn
0: trilogy filmed in Salt Lake. Released October 21st, 1988. Budget of five million, gross seventeen point eight. It was number one in the box office for two consecutive weeks. So this was a big success.
1: It was. It's so weird seeing things like that because like uh, a big success being you know back to consecutive back to back weeks seventeen million dollars big success. I'm like now yeah. that's like
0: yeah. I mean, I this, mean, it's a, well, is I mean you got to think
1: movie tickets are probably a dollar back <laughs> in those days, whereas now yeah here it's uh, twelve fifty for a, an evening show.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous he <laughs> yeah. says. So it was shot in forty-one days, and of those forty-one, Ellie Cornell and Daniel Harris were on thirty-six of those. So they had a pretty grueling shoot pretty for a good the chunk movie. of it. It was
1: all night shoots too. I would assume because a good chunk, at least the last yeah. half of this movie is all at night. I do really
0: enjoy the fact that like the basically the first half of it's all daytime. Yeah, much like Halloween one. Mm-hmm. So the very first shot we see of this movie, we see, October thirtieth, nineteen eighty-eight, and this is by far my favorite title sequence out of any Halloween movie. Really? He's oh yes. Yeah. What do you think about this title sequence? I do here? like.
1: I like. It says the autumn. I do miss the pumpkin for some reason. I was like, because mm, the first one doesn't have like a pumpkin at the beginning. The first three do. Even the third one has that digital pumpkin. Well, you I see it was a kind pumpkin. Of cool you do see a pumpkin but it's not quiet like, like yeah the scarecrow guy little scarecrow guy but I really
0: love this opening sequence it's just it's the title sequence and there's just ominous drone just playing over it yeah again a boy Alan Howarth Hallworth coming back
1: who's the first one he does it
0: though do? was it H2O uh you might be right on that okay. yeah because that's when they went all orchestral
1: and, and still super me.
0: late 90s yeah Ugh. <laughs> Well, let's not ruin this amazing shot Talking talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, you get the ominous drone just playing over these shots of autumn as the sun is setting. You see yeah. like a shot of a barn across a field. You see these other dilapidated barns, some Halloween decorations. There's a scarecrow-looking guy sitting on a tractor with a pumpkin head. And all of this is as the sun sets. And it just really sets the the fall scene anytime I watch this you can practically feel the cool breeze from the (laughs) cornfield blow in into your living room like, we practically grew up in a town that yeah. looks like this. Like, yeah. all those long, open shots of the cornfields yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, that's where we basically we grew up. We grew up
1: in farm country, that's for sure, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now, the next shot, you get... Well, you see an ambulance driving. Mm-hmm. And did you notice... And it's raining.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Did you notice that the first only, like, 15 feet of the road are actually being rained on? No I, no, I am yeah. not next time you watch it, just... <laughs> keep that in mind it's very obvious
1: wasn't meant for hd i'm assuming
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah once you see it you'll never be able to unsee it that's for sure so the ambulance pulls up to ridgemont sanitarium now this is where michael has been laying comatose for 10 years because in halloween 2 he
1: was burned alive by dr loomis they did a what i call a soft retcon of halloween 2 or because you know, he was dead. When we yeah. he, There's no way he was dead. Now they like, hey, he just got hurt a lot. Well, he's Michael Myers. He's, so. you know. Yeah.
0: They pull up to Ridgemont, and the ambulance drivers are transferring Michael to Smith's Grove. Now, these ambulance drivers, they get out, and they meet the most interesting security guard <laughs> I've ever seen. Mr Joey Buttafuco. yeah, <laughs> oh gosh, they call me exposition, Because yeah, that's what exactly. I do <laughs> yeah
1: he's he pops up in a lot of stuff back in those days. He's a Raymond O'Connor from the Bronx, oh yeah, yeah, and he's just
0: basically telling them all about Michael's history, like yeah, you know, ten years ago, Halloween night, his doctor of all people, shot him <laughs> six times, actually, he got shot more, but he's just recalling events from the first. did movie. he mention the truck driver getting killed? No, nobody does. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll be glad to see this one gone. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. And then they hear that patient scream. And he's like, Jesus. Jesus ain't got nothing to do with this place. Yeah.
1: It's like, <laughs> boy, he is selling this role. As he's he's like, swinging for the fences. Yeah. This, I want to put this one as Oscar real when we <laughs> submitted it to the Academy. Of...
0: Hell a night, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does a good job, though. He takes him downstairs into the little area where Michael's being kept. And this is where we meet Dr. Hoffman, who is a fucking asshole. They're taking Michael's vitals, and the ambulance driver is. And I love when his little hand just drops down, you know, just real quick. I think it's creepy. Mm -hmm. Now, all the shots you see of bandaged Michael Mm -hmm. are not George Wilbur.
1: It's not, okay, I know that. It's
0: played by Tom Morga, who was fired basically halfway into the movie. Mustafa, like, I, I don't know the whole story. There's this whole... I, I'm not sure what the whole story is. But Tom Morga plays all the scenes where you see bandaged Michael. Okay. George Wilbur comes in later. Okay. When
1: you see uh, him with all the, the pads in his suit. Yeah, that's so unnecessary.
0: Because George <laughs> Wilbur is 6'2". 2 yeah. And he's already
1: imposing <laughs> enough. I wonder if they try to make him look like a hockey player. I don't get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things with the look of Michael that it's like, what is this movie doing? Like, they changed the mask about three or four times. Oh, God. Just looks weird. Yeah. And, of course, you know, the pink mask with blonde hair. We'll get to that. Yeah. How that happened, I do not know. So, anyways, ambulance driver says, let's move them. And, boom, Halloween theme kicks in.
1: Michael Myers to Smiths Grove. Smiths Grove. They're transferring back to Smiths Grove. Yeah, and we hear Alan Howarth's
0: sweet new little remix of the Halloween theme. It's kind of updated a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not quite as Cynthia as the uh, previous entries. This I'll... whole score is not Cynthia at all.
0: Thankfully. Yeah. I like this score way better than Halloween Two. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice little addition to the score, I think. So Dr. Hoffman gives Michael one last look. And they drive off. Now, here's a little theory for you. Okay. Do you think Dr. Hoffman was like, is this like a big plan? Like, you know, Dr. Wynn, Dr. Sartain, it's, Dr. Hoffman. Well, no, definitely not Dr. Sartain Michael.
1: because this didn't, I don't think, but I do whenever I see like this kind of thing, I was like, is he in the cult of Thorn? Is she in the cult of Thorn? Maybe.
0: Maybe. <laughs> Anyways, they drive off. And we see the exact same shot of them. The shot of the ambulance driving through the road with the... It's the exact same shot. It is? Yeah. Like, literally the exact <laughs> same shot. But whatever. So they you gotta
1: save money when you're hey, making movies. Gotta save money.
0: So, we're inside the ambulance with Michael. And the driver's mentioned that his niece is still alive. And Michael's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: gripping the sheets. I thought now, I killed everybody. Here's a question.
0: Does he only kill immediate family?
1: Well, clearly he kills everybody because he's.
0: Do you think if they had mentioned like yeah, he's got like a third cousin that lives in California, <laughs> he'd be like,
1: "Oh, is that fucking Paul? <laughs> I'm gonna kill him." God, he was such a pain when I was seven. <laughs> he hears that Jamie's still alive, who was his niece,
0: and he's like, "Of course,
1: does he even know? He doesn't. There's no way he would even know who Jamie, because he's been in coven for ten years." Well, he hears that he has a niece. Yeah, okay. So So it's it's like
0: that kind of wakes him up, I guess. Yeah, he's like, oh, what's that? Blood relations. And the guy's like, you know, I still don't understand. Blam! (laughs) 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 Forehead, I've hit a thumb in the forehead. He
1: slams his fucking head. This is the first time I've seen somebody death by thumb.
0: Yeah. You know, this was a reshoot, actually. Um, This and when Earl gets his neck like, nearly his head nearly fucking mm-hmm. pulled off towards the end of the movie. Those two were reshoots. They wanted to be a little graphic. Yeah, they wanted to add some more blood to it. So, John Carl Buechler, hmm. rest in peace, Rest in peace. also directed Friday the 13th, The New Blood. He came in to basically just do some blood filming. So, next shot, we see Jamie looking out the window. And she sees the ambulance. Now, I think, is she kind of imagining this? See, that, that
1: one shot always kind of confuses me. I was like, well, clearly it's not the Michael Myers aim that's just happened, but I was like, why well, is it Yeah, there? Uh, it just kind of confuses me.
0: In my mind, I think it's more like she's having these little visions or something. So yeah, we see Jamie for the first time, played by Miss
1: Danielle Harris. So yeah, she was a, a big child actress. Actually, Melissa Joan Hart almost got this role.
0: I feel like Melissa Joan Hart has almost gotten many roles. Yeah. She auditioned for... <laughs>
1: She's in Scream. Sydney and scream. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so she's also become like a huge Scream Queen since this. Uh, but she does... She, she's big on the circuits now. She's, she does a lot of the conventions now. Yeah. But she's, you know, she's in all the Hatchet movies. No, she's not in the last one, I don't think. But she's in like the first three Hatchet movies. Mm-hmm. She's in all kinds of horror movies. And also, oh, she shows up as Annie Brackett later in Halloween 1 and 2 from the Rob Zombies. Yes,
0: movies. that's right. And she even... Kinda is upset that she's not going to be in the new Halloween. It's like, hey Danielle, you've been in three sequels. <laughs> that's more than Jamie. That's just as much as Jamie Lee Curtis almost. Yeah, you know, and it wouldn't make sense for her character to come back. No,
1: it's it would feel yeah. super shoehorned if she was in there.
0: Yeah, I also remember her from Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Have really? you seen that? I've
1: seen it, but I don't remember in it. Yeah, she's in that. She one of the kids.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, she's like Christina Applegate's. Sister, or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I love that movie. I used to watch it a lot too. Hmm. Yeah. So Jamie and Rachel are talking on the couch, and Rachel, played by Ellie Cornell. Mm-hmm. Now, why don't you tell us about Miss Ellie Cornell, Jason?
1: She's also kind of a character actor. She was in lots of television roles mainly. She also mm-hmm. auditioned for Night Run Elm Street 4, the Alice character. Yeah. But lost to Lisa Wilcox. Lisa Wilcox actually auditioned for this role. And she lost out to Ellie Cornell. That's right. So there was a little bit of a. She was also in. Remember House of the Dead, two thousand three. <laughs> yeah, I do. She was like one of the commandos the or whatever. Video game movie. Yeah. Oh man. Also, Carrie Underwood apparently recognized her as uh, the the girl from Halloween four. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah.
0: It's pretty cool, actually. That is
1: pretty cool. I thought you were
0: about to say Carrie Underwood auditioned for this <laughs> role. Like, wait a second. That's Are you even right? bored? <laughs> so, anyways. Rachel is talking to Jamie in the living room. What are you going for a record? The seven-year-olds' Insomniac Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I thought she was older than that in this movie. Is she meant to just be a seven-year-old? I mean, she seems a little bit older, but well, Danielle Harris was ten when she made this, but I thought she was like nine or ten.
1: But you also got to think this takes ten takes place ten years after mm-hmm. the first one, so she can't be older. The actually oldest she can be is ten. Yeah, or even nine, really, because you gotta yeah. think. I thought she was just a little
0: older than seven, though. Yeah. And Ellie Cornell was twenty-eight when she filmed this. Really? Yeah. Jamie goes upstairs, goes back to bed, and she looks at a picture of Jamie Lee Curtis on the set of Halloween.
1: <laughs> I was like, look at that production steal. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: I love this whole sequence here of, um, like, the whole bedroom scene. When yeah. Jamie walks by the mirror, and you see a flash of Michael. For the first time, and like the closet door cracks open, and she goes and picks up her doll, puts it back up, closes it, door cracks open again, and she walks over, and then boom, Michael grabs her foot from underneath the bed, which scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Really? Well, yeah, every kid like walks by their bed at night. You yeah. Know? So just <laughs> the thought of Michael Myers grabbing your foot. Yeah. And we see a clear shot of Michael's. Mask for the first time, yeah. What do you think of the mask in this movie? Very white. It's very
1: white. It's very expressionless. Yeah. Um, the eyes could be better, but they're not like jarring.
0: Yeah, a lot of people really hate this mask. I think it's kind of grown on me a little bit. Over There's the one
1: years. mask in this movie that I absolutely despise, but the the one that mainly gets used, it's, I'm I'm okay with. Yeah, it's fine. It's not great. No, it's not my least favorite mask.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, this was all just a nightmare, basically, because yes. Jamie is crying in the closet and her parents run in. And her foster parents? Yeah, her foster parents. They your run foster in. foster parents and are dead. Your foster parents are dead. <laughs> and they console her, you know. So the next day, we get the cliche Halloween shot, daytime shot, Hattonville, Illinois, October 31st, 1988. I'm not complaining. I love those shots, though. Yeah. See the kids running around trick-or-treating in the daytime again kind of weird yeah oh and we see the house for the first time the house that was up for sale which has since been sold because i checked the listing the other night
1: did you happen to see what the uh according
0: to trulia it was estimated at six hundred three bed two bath 2100 square feet eh, not bad nah. so i love the kitchen scene here i love when the dad dips his tie in coffee
1: because he like dips his tie coffee. his copy. He's like, what did you fucking do that for? Yeah, he's like, damn it,
0: Darlene. And he gives her this look like, why'd you make me do that, Darlene? She's like, I'll get you another
1: one. Just don't hit me again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that drives me kind of crazy. I was like, dude, you did it to yourself. Yeah. Well, Jamie's babysitter calls
0: and she cancels on Jamie's mom. So she asked Rachel if she'll babysit Jamie tonight.
1: Rachel is unhappy with that
0: development. Yeah, she's quite unhappy. She's kind of being a little bratty here. She's like, I think Brady Brady was ready to make a commitment tonight. Yada yada. And then Jamie's like, sorry I ruined your plans. If I weren't here, you'd be able to go out. Rachel's being a little bratty here. But I like the
1: character because it feels like a teenage character. Yeah, you know, because when you're a teenager, you say shit. Then you realize, like, oh, I probably should not have done that kind of thing. And she clearly hurt yeah, uh, Jamie's feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. So Rachel goes upstairs to apologize to Jamie and I really like the dynamic between Rachel and Jamie. You feel like they're, well I mean they're adopted. Yeah. Sister, or she's foster. Yeah. Sister. They have a good chemistry between them. Like, I, I do,
1: totally believe it. You know. Yeah like she's a good protector I guess if you will of mm-hmm. Jamie. I just, I go back and forth like who's the real scream, the the real final girl in this movie. If there is one
0: yeah, they both do a really good job in this movie, I feel like. Like, yeah, you can call Ellie Cornell's character a, yeah, she's a final
1: girl. Yeah, I mean, they both, essentially, it's like a, one of the rare movies with two final girls, essentially. That's
0: right. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie's chilling with her dog Sunday. Sunday. Good boy.
1: Nothing bad's gonna happen to her. Nothing you. bad's ever gonna happen to
0: But this is a Halloween movie, so, yeah. <laughs> so, next shot, we get The Return of Dr. Loomis. He enters Dr. Hoffman's office as he's typing up a report, and on the report, it says Michael M. Myers, but technically, I think his middle name is Audrey Myers. That's in the Halloween um, reshoots, I believe, like the alternate scenes.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh Highly the T V deb- the T V edit? Yeah yeah.
0: Highly debated topic among Halloween theologians. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the historians of yes. the Halloween lore. <laughs> yes. Of which there are many. <laughs> but it says Michael M. Myers.
0: So Loomis is like, Why wasn't I notified? It's like about what? You know damn well about what? And you know, Hoffman's like, I've been listening to your speech for 10 years Loomis I think you need the one you're the one that needs psychiatric help (laughs) and I love Loomis is for the most part pretty subdued here yeah yeah but he's you know delivering that cryptic evil talk yeah we're we're not talking about any ordinary prisoner Hoffman we are talking about evil on two legs that was my screen name back in the day on a Halloween website evil on two (laughs) legs yes (laughs) (laughs) back in the day so, Loomis rolls to the crime scene with Hoffman, and you'll hear Dr. Loomis here say, How many people in the bus? Because in the original script, it was written as a, like, prisoner bus transfer. Uh-huh. I guess they didn't bother, like, yay, why, why did he just call this ambulance a bus? But whatever. <laughs> That's how it was in the original script. So, Loomis goes down into the water and looks in the back of the ambulance, blood
1: everywhere. He just walks in the water, too. I was like, did you take your shoes off at least. Maybe roll legs up a little bit. Well, it's Dr. Loomis. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> and Hoffman's like,
0: even if by some miracle, Myers is alive, his muscles be useless. And again, Dr. Loomis is like, you're talking about him as if he was a human.
1: That part of him died long ago.
0: He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but still, fairly subdued. He's just, you know. So, next shot, we get the mechanic kill. So, that's Tom Morga wrapped in the bandages there. He, like, jams the spike through the mechanic. I have a question for you, Jason. How would this movie have been with just bandaged Myers? Like, no
1: masks. See, I was actually thinking about that. And I was like... I think it would be pretty fucking cool. It'd be kind of cool, but then, again, people would complain about that because it's not the mask. But then, also, I'm like, how convenient is it everywhere he goes he can just pick up a mask when he's, you know, he picks one up at Haddonfield?
0: well you know they gotta get that mask in there somehow. yeah but, but I, I did
1: think i was like hmm clever way to get around hiding his face you know for the first third of the movie where he doesn't have his mask because he's yeah getting you know, like, comatose yeah it would be it mean it might have been a little scarier might have a nice nice little you know yeah i thought it would have been a
0: pretty badass look i like i like how it looks with him in the mechanic suit and the bandages I mean, what about
1: him? What well, if he's just around with the uh, the med- the, ga- the hospital gown? The hospital the... gown.
0: <laughs> yeah, not so intimidating.
1: So Loomis... Pulled... Walk around bare ass for half the movie. Yeah.
0: So Loomis pulls up to the gas station. He's super impatient. He's like, hey, hello there. <laughs> now, I have a question. Are Have you ever seen a gas pump
1: attendant in your life? Well, in like, some states, well, they legally have to have them. I've like never... You like you can't legally pump your gas in some states. Really? Yep. I don't know if Illinois is one of those, but no, like Washington I have, or Oregon. I have never in my life seen a gas pump attendant. Like, I don't think in Jersey you can pump your own gas.
0: Holy shit. Yeah. That's crazy. Are you supposed to tip those people?
1: Yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably providing the really? service. Yeah. Or no, I don't know if it's supposed to tip them so much that the gas is a little bit expensive uh-huh. there because it pays for the.
0: You ever been? Have you ever seen a bathroom attendant? A
1: guy that's like handing
0: out paper towels. Yeah, it's like, hey, it's I like, appreciate it, but I, don't I really gotta give you a
1: dollar right now. I really don't want to <laughs> give you money so I can wash my hands real quick. Yeah,
0: thanks for the peppermints. <laughs> here's a dollar. <laughs> Anyways, so Loomis walks into the gas station, and the mechanic drops down wrapped in chains. Again, Michael's always setting up these like little elaborate, little, tra- little wacky traps.
1: He's the original jigsaw
0: sitting hey, up traps it. for everybody so Loomis runs next door and I love this whole sequence here Loomis like turns around says Michael and it does the dolly zoom in on Michael and by the way that was first done in Vertigo by Hitchcock I oh, did okay. look that up nice so I love this whole speech here by Loomis Michael
1: I now. You waited ten years. I knew this day would come. Don't go to Haddonfield. If you want another victim, take me. But leave those people in peace.
0: Please. Mike. God damn you. <laughs>
1: So I do have a big question about, like, when he yeah. finally shoots at Michael Myers, like, was he shooting? Does he just like disappear before he can shoot? I don't I think
0: know. there was just like a weird edit. I had heard that there is a version where he shoots Michael and Michael falls down, so that would explain why my, uh, why Doctor Loomis like runs over and looks over the counter.
1: Okay, but I don't know because in this cut, it's like, what are you what are you shooting at? Well, he's
0: he's ghostly. He's here and he's gone, you know. <laughs>
1: So, Loomis runs
0: outside, screams Michael's name, and Michael's like, hey, cool story. See ya. I'm gonna steal this fucking tow truck and <laughs> drive to Haddonfield.
1: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> this is probably stick shift, too, so I know. I won't just ride the uh, the clutch the whole way to Haddonfield. <laughs> yeah, well, he pills out of there, and Stuntman Loomis jumps behind some barrels. <laughs> yeah, it's obviously yeah. not him when you yeah. rewatch it.
0: <laughs> And somehow Michael catches the gas station on fire. I,
1: it never made a whole lot of sense to me either, but it was oh. like, whatever, cool. I'm cool with it. Who cares. Michael's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Haddonfield.
0: <laughs> so oh and the fire also knocks out the telephone lines. Which why later later in the movie, that's why the phones don't work. So just yeah. a little little touch there. And the next scene we get the school the school kids that are being unusually mean to Jamie. Jamie runs out of school, and Rachel and Lindsay pick her up. So this was meant to be Lindsay Wallace. In the drugstore, that's supposed to be Tommy.
1: The one that doesn't speak?
0: Yeah, that's supposed to be Tommy. Which drives
1: me crazy, because Brady later says he doesn't know who Michael Myers is. But your best friend's Tommy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah,
0: I love the uh, girl talk. Guys hate a girl that come on too strong. That's what wretch. Yeah, our (laughs) desperate batch. (laughs) So next scene, we get the drugstore, and we get our boy Wade trying on sunglasses, and he's planning his when he's gonna hit on Kelly Meeker. Timing's got to be primo,
1: and he has nailed that '80s look where his dad owns a dealership and is about to close down the rec center.
0: Yeah, and the (laughs) only way that the town can save it. So, yeah, the other guy was meant to be Tommy, but they didn't expand on it. Now, do you know who, well, you brought up his name earlier. Wade reminds me every time of Trey that we went to high school with. Seriously? Yes, (laughs) I think this guy looks like fucking Trey. (laughs) you seen Trey with a mullet. No, I haven't seen Trey (laughs) lately. Yeah, shout out to Trey. <laughs> so, I have a little bit of trivia for you. Okay. I hope you haven't looked this up yet. All right. I've been waiting to drop this on you for... Months? Months. <laughs> Do you know what other movie this drugstore appears in? Okay, it's in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. Drugstore Cowboy? The Sandlot. This is where they buy the baseball. Really? In the Sandlot. Yep. <laughs> 1993. It's filmed in Salt Lake. And it's also in The Stand. Stephen King's the Stand. I never watched 94. the movie series. I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I never watched it. I didn't it. either. But the Sandlot little fact there kind of blew my mind a bit. Yeah, that's
1: really weird. Never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so Rachel's talking to Brady. Wait
1: a second. This put this so- this movie in the same universe as, as the Sandlot, and the owner of the was it, Squints is the one who buys that same drugstore in the Sandlot. Maybe he's still the owner of Halloween four. So, Sandlot is in the exact same universe as Halloween series. Book it. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> and what was the other movie? Uh, the Stand. Also in the same universe as The
0: Stand. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you're onto something there. So, so, Rachel's talking to Brady and, you know, she tells him the news that, hey, you can't hang out because I got to babysit Jamie. He's not too happy about it. He's like, Okay. Cool. What's up, Kelly? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Jamie's finding her costume. And she looks in the mirror, puts on the mask. I meant Michael grabs his mask, and he reaches for Jamie. Now, I guess Michael's meant to be like, this isn't a dream. No. He's actually there. Which is... The but sequences. nobody saw
1: him? Yeah, this sequence is kind of weird to me. Like, when she has a dream of mm. kid Michael, who I don't think she would have seen. Yeah. Because they're wearing the same outfit, essentially. Mm. And then Michael Myers just pops up with the mask. And of course, why is this town still selling that specific mask? You would think they'd be like, hmm, that's, uh, let's not sell that. A lot of oh. bloodshed. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he should have just like, grabbed a Reagan mask or something. Well, this was 88. No one will suspect. This was 88, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the next shot, we get Loomis hitchhiking and the dickhead kids. Pull up to him, like, get in. And then they speed off.
1: And he's then, like limping over there too, as hard as he yeah, can.
0: Fucking assholes. <laughs> the Haddonfield Huskers.
1: Is that what it was? Mm hmm.
0: All right. So, Reverend Jackson P. Sayer picks him up and in his Jesus wagon. <laughs> yeah. Now, this guy, he's a character actor. Um, yeah, he
1: was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. He's he, on the, the train also being in, very annoying. Also in Beetlejuice. He
0: pretty much, you know, the guy that's like, I'm feeling a little flat yeah something like yeah.
1: that
0: he pretty much plays the town drunk in whatever he's in yeah but I really like this scene here because it's well for one it kind of humanizes Loomis because this is the second time in the series that you
1: see him smile oh yeah because the only other time was when he scares Lonnie off
0: yeah that's right and I just like this whole scene because the uh, Jackson P. Sayer, he's Essentially summarizing the Halloween series, talking about hunting evil. Yeah. You can't kill evil. But it's just a nice little segue. Doesn't take itself too serious. It's just, and you get some sweet gospel
1: singing. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll gather at the river. Kind of reminded me of the uh, the guy in Harold and Kumar. Oh, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) So, next shot, we get
0: Rachel and Jamie hanging out at home. You see Michael spying through the window. Well, Rachel and Jamie leave the house, and Michael goes upstairs, and he's flipping through photos on the ground. Yeah, I feel like they could have done without those. I, like, I
1: feel like it's kind of a stretch that he would know at that point that that's that Jamie is his niece. I would think because he's been a coma for ten years the entire time she's alive. I don't not anything specific.
0: I just think it's weird to see Michael flip through photos.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He sits down since my scrapbook, but that was the time. Well, he
0: like flips through it angrily. He like sees the picture and he like turns it over real quick. He's like, (laughs) oh, he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill that fucking dog, though. (laughs) Poor Sunday. He doesn't even eat this one. He just kills it to be mean. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Loomis shows up to the sheriff's station. He's like, where's Brackett? They're like, oh, Brackett retired down in Florida. And I just picture Mr. Charles Sathas sipping a martini on the shores of St. Petersburg, Florida. And probably
1: just like seeing himself like, you fucking let him out. You fucking let him
0: out. <laughs> I kind of wish that Loomis had drove down to Florida and just like, he's like, Bracket, we're going back to Heidenfield, you pussy. Like come slapping
1: on. on the roof, head of his roof. It's like, come on.
0: He's like, ah, oh, jeez. I can't get away from Dr. Loomis.
1: <laughs> so we meet Sheriff Meeker, who's played by... star. He was another character actor, as if you haven't picked up, most of the people in these movies kind of are character actors. Mm-hmm. But he is most well known as Lieutenant Harding Welsh in Due South. He was in 66 episodes of that. You remember that TV show from the 90s? I don't. Yeah. He's also Henry Hill's dad in Goodfellas. But he is Henry Hill's
0: dad. That's right. And do you know who his brother is? His brother is Mike Starr. Mike Starr was the guy in Dumb and Dumber that uh, punches the guy through the phone booth and. Yeah, yeah, that's that's his brother. I did not know that. So, for my money, I think that Bo Star is ten times better than Charles Cypher's as a sheriff. Absolutely, I will triple down on that statement. I think Sheriff Meeker is even in Part Five. I think he does okay, given the shit. I mean, I
1: guess you can't, you can't, you definitely can't blame Part Five on him. Yeah, but (laughs) I,
0: I totally buy him in this role. I think he does great. Yeah. It, it would have taken away if Charles Ciphers was a sheriff. You think? Yeah. Like, I, Loomis likes, where's Bracket? What? I'm right here, Sam. What do you need?
1: <laughs> oh, this Myers fella's back, huh? Uh, I guess i will give him a knuckle sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: Loomis flips the motherfucking switch on Meeker. He's like, Wait. Ten bodies, six bodies, Sheriff. i filling station in flames.
1: <laughs> this is when he starts to come a little unhinged in the movie. He's, he was somewhat subdued in the first half, but
0: well, sometimes you got to flip the switch. Cause <laughs> sheriff Meeker wasn't really buying it. And he was like, all right, I'll buy it. A...
1: <laughs> what if the sheriff in this movie was the deputy from Halloween 2? Oh,
0: God. <laughs> deputy Gary?
1: I think so, yeah. Or Garrett.
0: Oh. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> So, Rachel and Jamie are trick or treating. And Rachel totally busts Brady here. You know, they go up to the Meeker house and. Kelly Meeker answers the door in her underwear. You see Brady hanging out the back. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> so Brady follows Rachel outside. And Brady tripping down the stairs always makes me laugh for
1: some reason. He's like, Rachel,
0: Rachel, <laughs> well, I can explain. Well, he was
1: a stuntman earlier in his career. Sasha Jensen was. Oh,
0: really? His dad was a stuntman. Yeah. Roy I mean, Jensen.
1: Yeah, that's kind of why he probably started. Yeah, out. Yeah,
0: who was actually friends with George Wilbur. Oh, well, that would make sense, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, whenever he's like chasing after Rachel, he stumbles, and that always makes me laugh. And Rachel's like, "I'll let you get back to Little Miss Hot Panties," and she- Rachel leaves, and Kelly's like, "Um, are you coming in?" <laughs> Brady's like, "I mean, I guess. <laughs> I like, mean, at this point, I'm cold. I
1: might as well."
0: He's like, "All right, I'll <laughs> I'll reluctantly go back inside." Also, next time the kids come up, can you
1: at least put pants on of some some sort?
0: Yeah. I kind of want a cop's do it by the book shirt.
1: Like the, I'm sure you can go to somebody's Etsy page and get one of those. Yeah.
0: Along with my Barry Kicks ass shirt. Halloween 6? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I know. <laughs> okay. I know. <laughs> I don't have that shirt, but I want it. So, Rachel has lost Jamie now because they were out trick or treating. Rachel got caught up with Brady.
1: Just little shades of you know, she's a good person, but she does have shades of selfishness in her, you know. Or I guess, but that's kind of well, a heated note. To but to be fair, yeah. I
0: don't think it was her fault. I think it was more Jamie just being a kid and running off and not saying anything. Yeah,
1: but, you know, Ollie, yeah. Also, she's trick or treating with the same kids that were bullying her early in the movie. Yeah, clown costumes,
0: really cool. I would be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> just <laughs> called me an orphan earlier, earlier today. So I hope you die. <laughs> yeah. So at the redneck bar. I love these whole, it's like Skeeter in the gang from fucking South Park. They hear the TV announcement for all businesses to close. They're like, well, come on. They're like, where are you going? I'm going down to the the sheriff's station. Phone doesn't ring at a police station? No way. No how.
1: (laughs) If I'm closing down, I better have
0: a good damn reason. A good goddamn reason.
1: (laughs) They're always like liquored up, just running around. Yeah. Shotguns in the back.
0: So, next scene, we gotta get Lo- Loomis walks up to Jamie's room, finds a dead dog. Do you gotta kill the fucking dog in every Halloween movie? There's really
1: no point. There's no point in the dog in the movie, and there's no point of killing the dog in the movie, either. Other than it's like,
0: ooh, Michael, he's evil on two ooh, legs. He, he's he's a bad man. He's gonna, gonna kill your dog. <clears throat> and flip through your photo book. <clears throat> <laughs> and next, we get the Bucky scene. Yes. I love this part. It's just <laughs> Well, it's the first time that somebody just straight up talks shit to Michael. Yeah. You know, the guy at the power plant, Michael creeps around and he's like, Hey, is private property. And Michael just keeps walking up to him. He's like, Hey, what are you, death? Don't try that Halloween shit with me. <laughs> Michael grabs him by the belt and throws him into the, the power lines or whatever.
1: <laughs> he went a little little Jason on that part, this is a lot, but it's so worth it in this one. But there's shades of like a uh, Jason in this one. And I, mm-hmm. of course this came out in 88 when the slasher genre was kind of on its last leg, kind of spinning its wheels. Yeah. So there's no way he wasn't going to be influenced by Friday at Thirteenth a little bit when he came back.
0: Yeah, I guess his whole reasoning for doing this was to knock out the power in the town. I guess
1: you could say. Yeah. Yeah. But Steve was like, I want to go ham on this shit right quick. Yeah. But he was like, Stay right there. I want to call the cops. Well, Bucky learns real quick. <laughs> you don't fuck with that. Somebody's doing that Halloween shit on him. Yeah. So the
0: power goes out in the town and the parents are picking up their kids off the street. Rachel still can't find Jamie. Now, I love this. All these shots of Rachel um, kind of wandering through the little side streets in the neighborhood. Yeah. And you see that shot of, I guess it's Michael in the fog and she sees him yeah and like freaks she freaks out and like runs through these backyards and into the street she runs into the street and finally finds Jamie and Loomis and Sheriff Meeker pull up find Rachel and Jamie and we get that pretty cool looking shot of the three different Michael Myers you know the kids playing yeah the I just don't really know if I like that part though yeah um it looks cool I just love shots of Michael Myers standing in a distance. Well, you love Michael Myers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, does it quite make sense? Not really.
1: Well, I mean, it, it makes sense, but it's just kind of dumb. Yeah, I guess it's a little dumb. Yeah. Oh, well, Loomis is like... And the last time somebody pulled that bullshit, it, Loomis made this guy engulf in flames. I like how Loomis was about to shoot one of them. He's like, it's like, do you learned nothing from Halloween 2, Loomis? Loomis is like,
0: all right, I'm about to shoot all three of you motherfuckers. I don't have time for this. Yeah, that's right. He already killed Ben Tramer 10 years ago.
1: From uh, kind of the same scenario.
0: He's like, didn't you hear about Ben Tramer and his accidental death? <laughs> don't fuck with me.
1: I signed off in the police report myself.
0: <laughs> well... Loomis pulls out his pistol and they take off running. But it's a cool sequence either way. Yeah. And when they drive off, you see the real Myers standing behind the police car. So, back at the police station, there's been a total fucking massacre. There's been a bit of a commotion. Yeah, the entire police force has been killed by Michael Myers. Yeah. Now, there are rumors that there is footage out there of this police station massacre. It has not surfaced. These are only rumors. Yeah, from a Fangoria article, they were like doing some on-set reporting. Okay, and apparently there were like photos with Myers at this police station.
1: I, I do think I remember he, uh, reading about that at some point.
0: I would love to see footage of it. If, I
1: don't if that does exist. As long as it's not like him going like superhero and photos, It's the only thing that may, that kind of bothers me about the, the the you know seeing that. Like how many police officers you kill in an open space like that.
0: Yeah, he kills a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Meeker's like, how could a man do this, Loomis? He always, he's like, what does Loomis say?
0: It isn't a man.
1: We need to have, start having cameras for how many times he says this is not. You've had how many times I gotta tell you it's not a fucking man. <laughs> so Skeeter and the
0: boys pull up to the station. Skeeter, yeah. <laughs> now Skeeter, he ain't hurt nobody. <laughs> They're coming right Ooh. They're like, yeah, what's going on, Meeker? And he's like, and Loomis is like, it was Michael Myers and. Apparently, Michael killed Earls. Or Big Al apparently he killed his son. I was that.
1: wondering who it would have been. I guess it could have been.
0: Uh, Could have been.
1: Ben Tramer. What, what
0: if it was Ben Tramer? It could
1: have been Ben. And Loomis was like. <laughs> yeah, M- Michael yeah, did that. Yeah, Michael yeah, did that. Did <laughs> Michael totally did <laughs> yeah. that. And it was Michael Myers. <laughs> that definitely wasn't me. Uh, maybe it was Bob. It could have been Bob. That's the only other. Yeah. Or it could have been one of the. Or who was the, the other paramedic in Halloween, too? Oh, the one that was a bud bud yeah <laughs> hey, could have been, been bud
0: either way they're like skeeter and the boys they hop hop in their pickup trucks and they're like we're we're gonna go find myers and loomis is basically like hey i did that because you don't have a police force these might be your only hope he screamed
1: at him you haven't got a police force!" <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> which is completely wrong no. Yeah, which is the complete opposite of what I thought was thought. Wasn't Halloween one? Was like, don't say anything, don't let anybody know oh, about yeah. it. So Deputy Logan gets in his
0: car, and Michael is in the back. Well, Deputy Logan was hanging out at um at the Carruthers house, waiting yeah, okay. for Jamie's parents to come home. But Deputy Logan has to get over to the Meeker house, and Michael is in the back seat just chilling. So that kind of explains how Michael gets to the Meeker house. Yeah. But in the meantime the rednecks they think they see Myers in the bushes and they just open fire and of course it's not like shit Earl is Ted Hollister. (laughs) So they kill an
1: innocent guy I guess. (laughs) Uh, Also I'm going to put this one on uh, Donald Pleasant's too. Sort of. If he had no going kind of. Yeah. So Ben Tramer and Ted Hollister i putting this on you, Donald Pleasants. Hey, he kind of does. Yeah. If, yeah. Loomis hadn't said anything. They would have just been like, oh. For somebody putting in charge of these investigations, he's really poor at strategizing.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I never even thought about that. <laughs> so Brady and Kelly are getting it on by the fire.
1: Because cops do it by the book.
0: Cops do it by the book. Sheriff Meeker comes home with Rachel and Jamie, which is the ultimate awkward moment for Brady. He's got his ex-girlfriend or whatever. And Kelly's dad there.
1: Recently, ex-girlfriend. Yeah,
0: like two hours ago.
1: <laughs> if that,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Michael is already in the house, apparently.
1: Yeah, I was wondering how, like... How is I don't he... know,
0: maybe he just, like, shimmied on in through a window or something. <laughs> you know, when Meeker is filling up the oil lamps, he's talking to Deputy Logan. Okay. I just noticed this for the first time ever last night. You can see Michael in the background. Like the shadow of his arm and hand and shoulder. Really? Yeah, and it's like pretty obvious once you see it. Do you? Because now we're
1: we're we're in high definition, 4K ultra stuff right now. Do you think that was really seeable on, like some VHS copy from '98 on VHS? I mean '88. Well, I'm just saying. I'm I was yeah, just saying like a used um, copy from '98. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I mean maybe if you're looking for it, but it definitely helps if it's higher definition. But, Yeah. yeah he's. Hanging out in the shadows. I've never
1: noticed. I just assume he popped in at some point. Yeah. I mean after this.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Brady checks in on Rachel. That's when she tells him, like, oh, it was Michael Myers. And I love this part here. He's like, I'm gonna be outside, upstairs, in the attic. Makes me laugh every time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this is awkward. I'll be there. Oh yeah. Well Brady really does kind of redeem himself. Yeah, he does. He does. He
1: does. And Brady's a good character. He fucks up. You
0: know what? I'll go ahead and say this about all the characters in the movie. Even the ones that have flaws, like Kelly and Brady. Yeah. Even though they do bad things, they're not bad people. No. And nobody's like over the top, like, ooh, I'm a badass. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: So you kind of root for all the characters.
1: Except for Wade. I was rooting against Wade the whole time. Yeah, fuck Wade. Fuck Wade.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Sheriff Meeker. And Logan deadbolt the door. Meeker and Loomis are calling on the radio, calling for help. State police? Yeah. And Kelly is making coffee. Rachel asks Deputy Logan how much longer it will be before the the state police arrive. And this is when you briefly see Michael's face in the background. You know? Missed that too. Nah, you had to have seen this one. This one's like really obvious because deputy logan like looks over and he's gone but you like faintly see his face okay much like in halloween one when he comes out of the shadows it's like that but you like barely see it okay then deputy logan's like oh what's that and he's gone it's a cool little shot though (sighs) so this is when loomis leaves the house so loomis leaves before sheriff meeker yeah he's like i got to go over to Jamie's foster parents' house, to the Carruthers' house. And he's like, you know, he'll definitely look there. But I feel like he wouldn't do that. This was only served to get Loomis out of the
1: picture. Yeah, that was, like, again, like I talked about, maybe another pass could make make the screen to really make it tight. I think that was one of the, that was just a, a complete plot device to get Donald Pleasance out of the house so he wouldn't die. Yeah. You know?
0: I think it would have worked better, like, okay, just Donald Loomis out of the house, whatever, okay, but when Sheriff Meeker leaves, it's like, guys, come on. Okay,
1: you gotta come up with something a little bit more, not as, it just came off as really lazy to get him out of the house. Yeah. You're gonna leave your, like, was there two deputies and some 17-year-old kid to protect these people from Michael Myers. Yeah. What
0: could go wrong? Yeah. (laughs) Well, Rachel and Kelly, they have a sass off in the kitchen. Oh, he gets sassy. Oh, he gets real sassy up in there. Mm-hmm. How do you like your coffees?
1: I like my coffee. With a side of sass. Two sugars, <laughs> side of sass. <laughs> side of sassy. <laughs> well, you get plenty up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, they're basically, you know. You got to wise up to what Ben want or else Brady won't be the only man you use to oh, another woman. Oh, snap. Oh, And Rachel's shit. like, that's Here, what have the some... kids call shade. <laughs>
0: And I do believe it was just thrown. Oh yes, it yes. was cast upon thee. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's like, "Here, have some coffee," and throw some invisible coffee.
1: Ooh, on her shirt. And then she's like, "Oh, doesn't stay in- Just call her an oak tree because she's got nothing but shade. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> so Meeker, Sheriff Meeker, hears on the radio about Skeeter and the boys. So that's when he decides to leave the house, and it's like, well. I can kind of rationalize it because well, there's a murder. There's been a moita, a moita, and there's not a police force. It's just Meeker
1: and Logan at yeah. the house. Yeah, this wasn't like pleasant. Like, mm, I just really need to get some cigarettes. I need an excuse to get some cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> so he leaves the house. But even
0: then, like, I don't know. I buy him. It would have made more, more sense
1: Marcus. to me. If he got the phone call and then Meeker and Pleasant left at the same time to oh. go do that same thing, and then like other than Pleasant, like oh, I'm gonna leave five I'm, uh-huh. oh, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> even then, it would still have been a stretch, but I would believe that, or it wouldn't have seemed as lazy plot device. Yeah, yeah. So Kelly brings Logan some coffee.
0: Different shirt, still no pants. That's right. Yeah, still no <laughs> pants. She's like, I wish they'd fixed the power so we could. Have some MTV or something while we wait.
1: <laughs> oh man, that was the height of the MTV in the pop culture, yeah. right? <laughs> so Kelly
0: lights the candle, and it reveals Deputy Logan in the corner,
1: and his like his head
0: been twisted he, off. I couldn't or quite
1: tell exactly. Like is his hands like next to his head, and it's twisted yeah. off. Or... But wait
0: a second, who's in the rocking chair holding the shotgun? Well, who, if who is, is it not
1: other than Michael Myers? Oh my god!
0: I really like this kill though. Yeah. You think for a second, oh, is he about to shoot Kelly Meeker? Is he
1: about to pull a fucking Art the Clown and drive Jason crazy oh, again? Oh, shit. <laughs> no,
0: he does not. He does a callback to Halloween 1, stabs a shotgun through her chest, and sticks her up to a door. Mm-hmm. Pretty badass death.
1: For some reason, this reminded me of Silent Night, Daily Night Kill, when he put Lin- Linnea Quigley on the horns for some reason. I don't know why it reminded me of that, but it just kind of, I mean, he put her like I, on the
0: wall. I don't
1: recall that. Yeah. But
0: this is George Wilbur's favorite death out of the Halloween series that he did. Huh. Yeah, he did say that once. Rachel comes in, and she finds all the bodies. She sees Kelly. She sees Deputy Logan. I love this part. Brady runs downstairs and finds Rachel, and he tries to leave without Jamie. He's like, he's like, Rachel, we need to get out of here. She's like, what about Jamie? He's like, you think she stands a chance? Look at that. (laughs) Brady's like, fuck her. Let's get out of here. (laughs) You don't understand. It's me and you. Yeah. But Brady tries to shoot through the door, which is metal, so it doesn't open.
1: Which, you know, at first I thought it was silly, but I was like, you know, he's a sheriff of town. I could see him needing a little bit of protection around just in case. Yeah. You know. I would
0: have found a way out of that house. I would have broke a window or something. That's what I had to be. They're like, we're locked in this house. We're trapped. Yeah. So they run upstairs. I love this shot because we see Michael basically for the first time in a while, like in full view. Yeah. standing in front of the fireplace yeah now
1: brady is at the top of the stairs and wouldn't you realize that he forgot to load a shotgun rookie mistake
0: yeah it's a bummer because i'm really rooting for brady here yeah and he totally redeems himself by the way he, he, he does he yeah. tells him to like go he's, and he he's like sacrifices Get Upstairs, rachel yeah well of course michael gets to him
1: before he can fire off his shot well he's he's Fumbling with the the shotgun, which yeah, I mean, he, I know you've loaded a double barrel shotgun before. It. It's not oh, super yeah. hard, but I can see maybe if you're super nerd. Well, I mean, Michael Myers coming at you.
0: Yeah, well, he does finally load it, but by the time he can get it up in front of Michael, you know, it's too late. Yeah. And this is the first time somebody throws down and fisticuffs with Michael. Now you think about it, it is. It and is.
1: Yep, doesn't go so well. No, as you would expect, he he punches him in the yes. face. Michael's like. <laughs>
0: Is that all you got?
1: (laughs) Then he tries to... I got padding for days on this (laughs)
0: thing. Then he tries to throw another one. Like, Michael grabs his fist. WWF style. (laughs) Like, the test of strength. (laughs) Oh, I forgot all about that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Now, I love this part. This death scene is... It's... Cost nothing to do. Oh, I'm sure. And it's practical and... It's pretty effective for the most part. Michael just picks Brady up with both hands and crushes his face
1: yeah i mean it's i mean where they did it it's way better because remember when friday the 13th did that same kill but it was the worst like prosthetic head that you've ever seen in your life because eyeball um, pops out
0: oh that's right and it's,
1: it looks so fucking fake but this one looks great
0: yeah and all they did sasha jensen said that they just basically tweaked the lights and george wilbur was kind of like digging his thumb up in there there was yeah. no like prosthetic or anything but yeah. it works great oh yeah now in the original script Sheriff Meeker was supposed to have stuck around and got into like a fight with Michael in the basement and the house caught on fire. And that's what drove Rachel and Jamie up to the roof. Okay. So that was in the original script. I think I might have liked that better, actually.
1: I'm sure that might have something to do with production costs. I'm assuming yeah, what they I end up doing. Because this is what, five million dollar production budget? Yeah,
0: I think it was uh it was that was the reason for it. Okay. Basically. But that would have made sense because then Meeker wouldn't have to let the house. Yeah. You know, Rachel and Jamie crawl out the window onto the roof. Jamie is totally latched on
1: to... <laughs> yeah, like she's about to rear naked chug. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a, a pretty tense scene. Yeah. Even without Michael, because you're on the roof of a house
1: crawling around. Rachel got hurt filming. Ellie Cornell actually got injured pretty good doing doing this stuff on the roof.
0: Yeah, she did. Apparently, she like slid down and her stomach caught a nail that was sticking out.
1: Yeah, and cut her stomach pretty badly. Yeah, but she apparently she she finished filming before they did anything to it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So Michael gets on the roof. Now Rachel lowers down Jamie. She and, wraps
1: cables around her, like the TV cables.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Rachel slips and clings to the gutters, and uh, Michael is Michael's swiping. <laughs> scout's going crazy over there. He's My, like, save Ma- Rachel, save <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> Why'd you kill Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> so Michael is swinging his knife at Rachel, and she falls to the ground. Yeah. Now, Jamie eventually gets down to the ground, and she's crying by Rachel. And Michael, he got down pretty quick, apparently. He's
1: doing the... Uh... Leslie Vernon, like, you know, when nobody's seen, then you can run. But oh, it,
0: yeah. <laughs> and he just walks around the corner. He's like, what's up? Forget about me.
1: <laughs> kind of important here. I'm, yeah. Here's a I'm your uncle.
0: Yeah, still going to kill you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, Loomis runs into
0: Jamie. He's like, gets the idea for some reason. Where's the schoolhouse?
1: You know, I don't. The only thing I could rationalize that is he knew an alarm system would probably go off if he broke into that. That's the only thing yeah. I could rationalize they to, while they go to the schoolhouse.
0: So, for me, Uh everything from here on until the very last shot of the movie, it kind of goes down for me here. The schoolhouse, the truck scene. Yeah.
1: I was nodding, but then I realized nobody can hear me nod. So, yes, I'm agreeing with you.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, anyways, they are in the hall, and this is where blonde hair Michael pops up. Pink mask... Blonde hair. Yeah, awful mask alert.
1: It's I don't know how it got through, what it was doing on set. Like, what Was this like a reshoot or something? Okay, here's the best way I understood it. I right. don't even know if this is fully correct.
0: But when they got masks for the movie, they got in a large shipment of... These are basically replicas of the Don Post mask from Halloween 1. Yeah. But some of them were like pink with blonde hair for some reason.
1: Was it maybe like a x out thing or like they just kind of came in i have no
0: idea yeah somehow this fucking mask made it onto the movie set now dwight little says that they were filming late and it just slipped through but how the fuck do you not realize yeah that? that's that's kind of a big thing well it's there, blonde hair michael with pink skin yeah i'm surprised I'm it, michael l- surfer michael yeah <laughs> <laughs> Surprising to have them like puka shells wearing a Billabong jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> Quick seal response for Halloween 4.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> So he throws Myers. I mean, throws Loomis through a window. Yeah. Still
1: survives because he's a trooper, apparently.
0: Yeah, and Jamie is walking through the hall and sees Michael at the top of the stairs, screams, and well, Michael grabs her leg, and Rachel shows up with a fire extinguisher.
1: All of this just
0: kind of seems like...
1: Padding. What should we do It here? absolutely feels like, because this movie's only 88 minutes with all of this in there. So it was padding, again, I think, like, like I said... think they should have just skipped the whole school
0: Well, it, again,
1: it was... Like, it, it could have been another pass of the script. Like, this is a good script, but I think it's kind of like... It needs to be... You know, I've got to turn it 90 pages. This is 90 pages.
0: So, originally, there was supposed to be a scene, much like in H2O, where... Jamie is hiding underneath a desk Uh and Michael is on top of the desk and he starts flipping over desk and stuff. Yeah, like
1: in the cafeteria scene in H2O. Uh Uh-huh. But due to budgetary
0: reasons, they didn't film that. But of course, we'll later see that in H2O. Yeah. Water. (laughs) Halloween. Water. (laughs) (laughs) So Skeeter and the gang show up and they're like, I don't know about you, but why don't we leave this for the state police? And <laughs> so they put Jamie and Rachel in the truck. Yeah. What happened to Loomis? I have no
1: freaking clue at all.
0: That's, I just realized this.
1: Yeah, that's so what I was about. I was about to ask you. Michael
0: throws him through a window.
1: while he shows up? Why wasn't
0: Jamie like, "Hey, uh, that crazy guy's in there. Y'all want to go get?" Him to... Hey, the guy with the burnt face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the The thought of like Rachel, Jamie, and Loomis. And Earl all crammed into the front of that pickup is a hilarious image. I <laughs> wish they, I wish he had been
1: in it. <laughs> I just wish there'd been like some awkward music playing on the radio, to like <laughs> Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, the redneck crew they
0: leave town with Rachel and Jamie. They're driving out of town
1: to the state police department. That's in the next county over.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay, so they stop in the road to talk to a cop. Yep. A trooper. Yeah. And the
1: cop sees the back of the truck that See, apparently... What, yeah, I mean, so, so they're driving by and the guy shoots in the air. I guess to uh-huh. get their attention, you know, maybe you could just flash a light. But, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give him some high beams real quick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then how do they not... Or is he like, there's no way he's fitting under that truck. What, like the bed of the truck. Yeah. I don't get it, man.
0: And still holding a knife. No, he's got it. He's, he, he, went, he went full power,
1: so i put it in his mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah so michael's under the motherfucking truck
1: yeah the whole time exactly it, it, so michael went full uh Ernest scared stupid on the truck they are having to battle out with all the rednecks.
0: yes but <laughs> there's another earnest scared stupid moment that's going to come up in a minute <laughs> yeah there's a lot of earnest scared stupid in this michael still has his knife unbelievable and he tosses the three guys out of the back of the truck.
1: No one up front the wiser. No one hears this commotion.
0: He tosses out two guys in the back of the truck, and the third guy in the back of the truck doesn't even turn around to hear it.
1: And he throws one of them, like, to the side. Not even kind of, yeah. like, to
0: the back. <laughs> George Wilbur did say this was his favorite stunt to perform yeah, for the movie. I can see why. Yeah. I'd love to throw somebody out of a truck, right. was fun. So... Throws the three of them out and breaks through the window and rips Earl's goddamn neck off.
1: Nearly. Favorite kill in the movie. Is it? Yep. I like it better than the shotgun kill. I like shotgun kill a lot, but this is my favorite kill in the movie.
0: Yeah, I like it too. I haven't put a lot of weight into what my favorite kill is. Either the shock... Well, you know, I'd say Brady's kill just because the epic battle and the redemption and...
1: Okay, I gotcha.
0: And again, this was a reshoot to add more gore. But it works. Straight pretty from fu- Mustafa, I'm assuming. Pretty damn brutal. Yeah, apparently Mustafa was on set saying, more blood, more blood. <laughs> Here's where it- Michael goes all Ernest Scared Stupid. When he slams his face into the windshield.
1: <laughs> Don't they do that in Ernest Scared I Stupid? I think they do, With yeah. the troll face. Especially because they got Rimshot driving the yeah.
0: truck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. And Ernest tries to spray him with the troll away spray <laughs> through the windshield. Oh, <laughs> man. Great.
1: meek, <laughs> meek.
0: Well, Rachel finally gets throws Michael off the truck yeah. somehow. Slams and, on brakes or whatever. Which
1: reminded me like he went straight T one thousand until he rolls over and he pops right back up. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. And Michael's standing there with his shoulder pads. Rachel's like Die, you son of a
1: bitch. She hits
0: him with the truck. I love the way Michael goes flying. He's like, (laughs) oh.
1: I was waiting for the the Scooby, yahoo.
0: (laughs) So the police arrive. Here's where I like the rest of the movie. Jamie is sitting by Michael Mm -hmm. holding his hand and the cops run up. They're like, get away from him. His hands are a little burnt too, by the way. Nice little color. And the police open fire on his ass. Hey, I want I wonder how many times he gets shot, but they, they fuck him up. Well, he's somehow. got
1: padding on, so he's good, though. Oh, yes. So they shoot
0: the shit out of him, and he, he falls into a mine shaft. Does no one think to go
1: check the body? Go get the body for the coroner? You're you right, know, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, like, job's oh. done here.
0: Good job, Skeeter. High yeah, five. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's, that's where he's going to stay buried, I guess. Anyways, Michael Myers is dead, yeah. or so we think. We'll see otherwise in Halloween 5. Meeker, Sheriff Meeker, takes Rachel and Jamie back home, along with Loomis. Yep. Loomis is like, Michael Myers is in hell where he belongs.
1: Where's that body at, Loomis? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, it's just... For a, somebody who was dead set on doing denture records in Halloween 2, you really was really, willy-nilly about, you know... Yeah, you think Loomis would be like, we need to excavate the body and... Yeah. This is not a man.
0: Yeah. So... Jamie's stepmom, well not her stepmom, foster Jamie, Jamie's foster mother, goes upstairs to draw a bath. I don't know about you, I I love this whole sequence here. Mm-hmm. There's a callback to the original with the, uh, you see the POV shot yep. with the wearing the mask like we see at the very beginning of Halloween. Yeah. Jamie's foster mom screams and Loomis runs up to the landing on the stairs and sees Jamie at the top of the stairs holding scissors. And breathing heavily. Mm-hmm. Are there... There's blood on the scissors? Yeah. So she definitely stabbed her foster mom.
1: They really poo-poo it in the next one. Uh-huh. But, yeah, he
0: she definitely got stabbed. Okay. And Loomis lets out this
1: blood-curdling scream. Well, he pulls a gun on her first. Oh, that's right. He's going to shoot her. Then, then Sheriff Meeker, like, gets her out of the way, and he's screaming, No! Yeah, no! Yeah. And then Sheriff Meeker pulls out his fucking gun. <laughs> Yeah. All the like, all right, guys. And he starts shooting Jamie. He's like... So,
0: oh, yeah. Just open fire <laughs> on a 10-year-old. So the final shot is of Jamie with scissors raised overhead and fade to black. End of the movie. To be continued.
1: It doesn't say that, but yeah. yeah.
0: And I do like how the credits have the same ominous music from the opening titles playing over the credits. Yes. They could have hit the Halloween theme right there. That would have just been... Kind of obvious, I think. Yeah. Like, ooh, in the movie. Doot, doot, doot. I like how they just went with the ominous music. Anyways, in the movie, mm-hmm.
1: what did you think of the ending? The Jamie Lloyd twist. I want to like it. The thing is, Halloween Five ruins it so much for me. It's just kind of like, oh, this could have been fun, but it it gets ruined. Same thing like H two O. Like this could have been funny ending, okay. but then it gets ruined the very next.
0: Ten Halloween Five never happened. I really like it. That's the world I want to live in.
1: Well, we can't, unfortunately. <laughs> We can't go back. We can't turn back time. But we're not Cher. We're not Cher. <laughs> we're not Cher on a battleship.
0: Turn back
1: wearing like so, a, a thong.
0: I like the ending. Yeah. <laughs> Battle, wearing a thong on a battleship. <laughs> <laughs> I love the ending. I think it is original. Yeah. Unexpected. It's creepy. It's kind of a callback. Yeah, it's total callback to the first, first Halloween. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great.
1: Could have been interesting to see where it goes. I was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. And then you see Halloween 5, and I was like, well. Wow. Well, assuming
0: Halloween 5 didn't exist, where could they have taken that twist? And don't say little sidekick.
1: No, not Michael, a little sidekick. A but maybe Batman she could have been the new... Like, maybe they could have actually killed Michael Myers. Huh. And then maybe she could have been the new...
0: Yeah, but i all for girl power, but the, a
1: can you imagine how cool it to have
0: a 10 year old slash a five a or... woman weighing a buck twenty going around in a Michael Myers mask killing people?
1: Could be fine. Who knows? Maybe she's uh, Could much be more cringy.
0: I like that. Halloween five isn't <laughs> <and> cringy. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing here, but saying like Jamie Lloyd is the new Michael Myers and she's gonna wear a mask. No. Well, let's go ahead and do our ratings
1: on this movie. What do you give it on a 10-point scale? You know, this is the first time I watched it, and I didn't love it. I still really like it. I give it a 7. You know, I used know, to be a lot higher for me, though. I
0: think there's something that happens when you watch these movies with the intention of, like, oh, I'm going to have to talk about this yeah, and this, yeah. and I'm, like, sitting there with a notebook. For some yeah. reason, I like all the movies a lot less <laughs> as I'm doing that,
1: <laughs> because it feels somewhat tedious at times. Yeah. And soon as I'm sort of going over, like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. This could have been done better. Uh-huh. This, this start, like, last... critiquing it a little bit. Yeah, like... as soon as I leave the house, I was like, this really doesn't go anywhere. It just seems tacked on. The whole set, I always forget, like, what happens in, like, the middle of the movie. You know, where nothing's, like, really going on between the pharmacy scene and the house scene. Not a lot uh-huh. really happens. You know, if you think yeah, about it. Yeah,
0: but I like some of that stuff the best, just because it's character and world building much like the first Halloween. yeah. It's just stuff is happening and you know. It's not exactly all about Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're developing these characters and even characters like Wade like. Fuck off Wade. Yeah. Like they're basically meaningless Mm -hmm. but in the wrong hands there would have been some death scene with Wade taking out the trash and (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. But in this, there's just minor characters, and it's like, oh, they're there, and they're gone. Yeah. So, I I appreciate things like that.
1: Okay. Anyway, so, back to your rating. I said I gave it a seven. A seven? Yeah. Which oh. of the sequels has been my highest, by four.
0: Okay. So, I will give it a... You know what? I'm gonna give it a Nine.
1: Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I, know, I know this is like by far one of your favorite movies, but I know. Okay, yeah. I
0: hear what you're saying. Yeah, I
1: hear the critiques. Yeah. Now, Nostalgia Glasses, I do give it much higher. Oh yes. You know, because I, I really you know enjoy this movie. I watched a lot when I was growing up. Yes. But I'm just like now, 31, talking about it for an hour and a half. Hmm. I just I, I nitpick, <laughs> you know, these things. I got you.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I'll, I'm gonna stick with the nine. Oh, though. that's fine. It's uh, your rating. It's not my rating. That's right. <laughs>
1: In other franchises, where does this stack up as far as best sequels for like maybe Nightmare Three or Child's Play Two, or Friday or you know Friday the Thirteenth Part Six? Where would you stack it with the with like other franchises' best sequels?
0: Oh, um, okay. I hear what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: like how would I rate it
1: amongst yeah, like, those? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, would you rather watch Child's Play Two or Halloween Four? Halloween Four. Okay, now. Friday the thirteenth, part six, or Halloween four. Ooh, that's a, exactly. a tough yeah, I and mean, it's you know, it's the best and like for me, I think for me, this is my you know, thing I think Friday I mean, Night on M Street Three is my favorite horror movie sequel mm. in the franchises. So okay. I'd rather watch that over all the rest of them.
0: You know what? We should gr- draw up a like NCAA style bracket one day for we'll, just sequels. Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of this.
1: <laughs> see who makes like the elite eight, in yeah. the final four, who wins the championship. It's
0: Friday Thirteenth Part Six versus Halloween Four.
1: <laughs> Place your bets. Oh, oh God! Stop! <laughs> just, you just ruin everything. It's <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. Place your bets. Uh, Would you rather watch Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, yeah. So, would you rather watch Friday the Thirteenth Part Six or Halloween Four?
0: Oh, you just asked me
1: that. Yeah, but you never really said what you.
0: Okay. You
1: You just kind of said, "Oh, that's a good question," and then they went into our, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, damn. I'll say this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even though I got a lot of love for I do too. Part Six.
1: Now, there were of the three big franchises, they all had a movie come out in 1988. Nightmare, Nightmare, Friday Thirteenth, and Halloween all had a movie come out. Yeah, that's true. Which now, Friday
0: Thirteenth came out, was that the New seven, Blood?
1: Part Seven, the Jason okay. versus Carrie. Yeah, that one. So, well,
0: hey, John Carl Buechler, mm-hmm. he directed that. <clears throat>
1: also did makeup effects for the additional scenes in this. Mm-hmm. So, Part Seven, Friday Thirteenth, Part Seven was made for two point eight million, and it made nineteen point one.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Jesus, I didn't know that. This one <laughs> This was made for five and made um like seventeen or something.
1: I wrote it. down, I had it. Oh yeah, it was made for five million and it made seventeen point eight. Yeah. And the big winner was Nightmare on Elm Street four, which was the most successful of all of them, the mm-hmm. Nightmare franchise. It was made for thirteen and it made forty nine point four. Oh shit. Yeah, that was the which up until Freddy vs. Jason, that was the most successful Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Well,
0: all the series all the big series at this point, 1988, we start to see the decline. And by 1989, all three of them put out arguably their worst entries in each franchise.
1: Part 5, Part 5, and Part 8. Jason Takes Manhattan? Yeah. Yeah. So there. If it's, Yeah.
0: it's bad. That was kind of like the... 89 was like the death knell no for, for this bad, era. Yeah. Anyways, Halloween 4. Good stuff. Yeah. Hey, do you want to hear a little fun fact about this movie? What's a little fun fact? So, Tom Morga who played the bandaged Michael Myers. Okay. He is the only person to play Michael Myers, Jason, and Leatherface. He played Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 on the bridge scene. Oh, okay. And he plays Jason in the flashback scenes in A New Beginning. Hmm. Gotcha.
1: Now, Kane Hodder did some stunt work for one of the Chainsaw Massacre. Never played Michael Myers. No, that's right. He never did play. He got his way. He'd play everybody. (laughs) But you can't, can No.
0: <laughs> yeah, he played. He played Leatherface.
1: Yeah. Okay. I thought yeah. I, I was pretty sure he played. Was it part three? Yeah. He did some stunts. For I've it. never seen part three. I've never seen really? the third change. Yeah. I've never, it was just Leatherface, it's right? It's so bad. Yeah. Is it worse than part really four? Bad. Or the, new, yeah. generation? Or the new, yeah. new generation? Or the next it's generation? It's more boring than part four. Okay. Well then, yeah. The third one's just boring. Okay. Well, I it's can't. It's Not good. I can't stand by that. I can I deal with the movie being. Time. I can deal with the movie being Crazy Pants, but I can't deal with the movie being boring. Crazy pants! There he is. <laughs> it's your it favorite back. thing. Haven't love seen in it. While. I love it. Spoiler alert! I know you haven't. Yeah, go ahead
0: and say spoiler <laughs> alert. Too. Say what you will about the next generation; it's entertaining.
1: Oh yeah, God yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's plenty to talk about. Well, anything else on Halloween Four, Jason? Uh, not that I can think of. Is there anything you want? You've got out there. You know, when I lay down tonight to go to sleep, I'm mm-hmm. be like, damn it, I should have said that. <laughs> because this is one of my favorite sequels. Yeah. In the franchise. But I think I will leave it, leave it at that for right now. I got you. All right. Well, we got a podcast to do next week. Well, yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm it not gonna be... say it's a, a great one, but we are talking about Halloween Five:
1: The Revenge of Cookie Woman. <laughs> Cookie Woman, <laughs> and that's not even the most ridiculous thing in the movie. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. That's just one of my personal <laughs> favorite parts. <laughs> Cookie, woman, cookie, woman. Well, we'll meet you back here next week for Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Can't wait. It's a good one. Yeah. Well, Jason, I think we're going to wrap up things here at the Spook House. Call it a day. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House.